Do you have a message that the world needs to hear? Do you want to make a living making a difference in the world? If so, this is the place for you. Welcome to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast, the official podcast of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Network. I'm your host, Jake Ballantyne, and today I am here with the amazing speaker, podcaster, host of the Next Level Life community, and just happens to be my best friend. What's going on, Preston? Hey, guys. And by guys, I mean everybody, but really, I'm just talking to Jake. I don't know. We're already off to a weird start. This is going to be loose. It's going to be loose. It's good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be on this podcast. I'm excited that you're launching this podcast. Everything about it is awesome. Oh, that's so good. So Preston, you're going to be, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're going to be a reoccurring character on this podcast and you're going to come, uh, you're going to come and be um, interviewed on different subjects. And sometimes it's going to be, really just topic driven discussions where I, I really prefer to actually speak to somebody rather than just speak uh, on my own. So sometimes when it's yeah. going to be a topic driven discussion, we're going to do that. But today what I want to focus on is something that you did that that is really amazing. You launched your podcast and on day one, you got to number one on iTunes. That, that's absolutely incredible. That's what I want to focus on today. Number one in the world, yo, in my category. I am. I'll talk about it all day long. Yell it from the rooftops. That's awesome. It's so cool that you did that. Um, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit of background. Uh, how did you get started as a speaker? As a speaker? So, uh, yeah. It began, uh, I was a musician and I started performing uh, you know, all over the place, just anywhere I could perform. And then I got into performing at colleges and universities and there's this thing called NACA, National Association of Campus Activities. And I got involved in that. Freaking blew up in that. And I was the number one booked musical act in the entire country on campuses and universities for a couple of years. And it was rad. And then it became kind of a grind, even though it was my dream to just be a successful musician, making more money than I'd ever made and playing the guitar in uh, 46 states, driving 200,000 miles and just doing hundreds and hundreds of shows a year. It was rad. But when I started to get maybe disillusioned with that, it wasn't as fulfilling. I started doing little personal development things hmm. in between my songs. And slowly and slowly, I, I ended up kind of shifting into talking about mindset, talking about overcoming difficult things in your life, and then talking about tips, tricks, strategies, mindset, all of those different things. And then I would sing a song about it. So it was like relevant. It, mm -hmm. <laughs> it actually mm -hmm. made sense in the context of what I was doing. And then I just noticed that people were responding to that more than my music. And after the shows, people would come up to me and talk about the breakthroughs that they had. I have people just coming up to me after shows and straight up in tears about that they hadn't spoken to their father in years and they wanted to reconnect. And so just things like that. And I was like, this is where the impact is, is in sharing authentic motivational personal development principles uh, in a context where you have a platform. So I started creating a platform for myself and I went for low hanging fruit, which was, I had some 
contacts and some networking where it was, I was able to kind of ride the coattails of a guy named Jason Hewlett, who is a phenomenal speaker. And he kind of took me under his wing and started getting me uh, shows here and there with him. But then I just told everybody that I knew that I was doing speaking. Hmm. And then I got some free shows, filmed those, made a promo video, and then sent that promo video to everybody that I knew. I bought email lists. And then I sent the, sent the promo video to everybody on the email list, cold emails. And I booked tens of thousands of dollars worth of shows off of cold emails. And so, <laughs> and I had a, another coach that helped me through it. His name is Jake Ballantyne. Might've helped. Yeah, he's, he might he's have a good guy. He's, he's yeah. a cool guy. He's a cool guy. He's all right. So all of these things, it was just like, it was being willing to fail, being willing to hear a thousand no's before I heard one yes. I mean, that's literally the ratio when you send out cold emails and that's fine. And then just doing it and learning along the way, ready, fire, aim. So that's how I got started as a speaker. That's really cool. Everything that you said is so awesome. And I love that you had that willingness just to go and to do it. And, you know, a lot of people don't have that. And so thank you for doing that. And one thing you touched on there that I think is really interesting that you can touch on in a unique way is that you literally were living your dream and then your passions kind of changed a little bit. And I think that sometimes people have an identity crisis when those kind of things happen. Can you talk about that? Oh, dude, it's freaking real. It, it happens. And I remember <laughs> I had this uh, specific moment. It's, it's always great when you can point to a moment, right? Because Yeah, 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 of course. But really it was a journey and a process. But I did this showcase for uh, like, I guess it was for municipal uh, art kind of conferences and stuff like that. But, like, people from different municipalities were at this event and they were booking entertainment for their state and city things. And I thought, man, this is going to be great. I'm going to knock it out of the park. I'm going to (laughs) set myself apart and be different. And uh, I chose to hop off the stage like I always do and go out with a megaphone and stand up on this like riser in the middle of the audience and like, seeing this thing for the ending of my show and it fell flat. I mean, (laughs) pin drop flat. Nobody like people, the, the, the energy wasn't like, Oh dude, that's rad. Let's bring him to our event. It was, well, that was weird. Like that was the energy that the, the audience had. And I remember thinking, I just gave it my all and I'm crushing like this other college circuit thing. And now I'm trying to expand into this type of thing. And I went out and I was like sitting in the car and my wife was with me and I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't feel fulfilled in this. And I thought that that was going to be this thing that would give me this boost. And then not only did it not give me a boost, but it like <laughs> I felt deflated afterwards. And, and then I realized, it's okay. Like I'm okay. I I can find internal validation and figure out my next step. And I think that that's, that comes from <laughs> consistent emotional internal work uh, for at that point probably four or five years of doing that. Like the the consistent internal emotional taking inventory 
and doing the, the personal development stuff because that, and that's, I think that's way more important. I mean, I'm writing a book right now called Mindset Before Strategy. Everything, my podcast, we haven't even talked about that. It's called Next yeah. Level Life. Next Level Life, personal development for entrepreneurs because mindset and the internal work is way more important than the five steps to internet marketing or Absolutely. Like all of the different courses that you buy, which I've bought, you've bought. And mindset first, man. I kind of went off on a bunch of other stuff, but what, uh, what did you originally ask? Well, I was talking about that, that, uh, that thing that people go through when their passions change, when oh, they the realize, oh, I want to change. I have identity crisis. Someone watching might feel like, oh, I, I've been doing this for years and, and maybe I reached the top of that mountain and now that I've been there and I've experienced it, I want something different. And I don't know, sometimes people don't give themselves permission for it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just realized that this is a video thing too. So I'm going to like be more, I was kind of like, <laughs> but this is a thing with that identity crisis and that thinking I reach the top of the mountain, there's got to be something else. This is it right here. Number one thing, if you place your emotions as contingent upon having a certain outcome, yeah, it will not be sustainable. Because you can feel great after you accomplish something, and you should celebrate it. But when you say to yourself, even subconsciously, that will be the thing that will give me the emotion, when it inevitably wanes, there will be a disappointment, there will be a frustration, there will be a, a reckoning, an emotional reckoning. And so this is the thing. It is totally, totally possible. You can bring the emotion that you want to have after you accomplish something into your present moment and then go through the process with that emotion already in your heart. And then when you accomplish it, it's a fulfillment. Hmm. That's so cool. I love that. I love the way that you look at things. I love uh, just the, the, the view that you have on things. And I think it's really important for people. And uh, I, I hope that someone got something really good out of that. And, and that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. So Preston, now you are a successful coach, a successful speaker. You're writing your first book. You have your podcast, which is on fire. Um, people might see you there where you're at now and maybe think, whoa, this Preston Pugmire guy is way up here. But on that path, has there ever been a time where you felt like you wanted to quit and give up and go do something else? Yeah, and I did. I did quit and give up and go do something else. So Ooh, the talk about that. I did. I did. After I achieved all the success in music and in speaking and stuff, I got all in my head and huh. I just kind of like, who am I to do this? And then, but, but it was all subconscious, right? I wasn't like going around talking about how I was having this internal crisis. Right. Uh, but it was subconscious, but it influenced, informed and affected all of my thoughts, emotions, and actions. And the actions yielded results that were less than desirable. And so whenever somebody says, oh man, I'm doing all the things, but I'm just not like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Stop, stop spinning your wheels. Literally think about it in a car. If you are trying to, if you're stuck, if you're high center, if you're in mud or something like that, and you're just like hitting the gas and the wheels are spinning or on, you're on ice or something like that. 
if you just keep pushing the gas, nothing's going to happen. Stop, get out, reassess, take an honest, honest look. And it is painful to take that honest look. And so instead of me taking that honest look, I started going and doing concrete. Literally, I was working as a concrete worker. And <laughs> it's just so weird to say that. Uh, anyway, so when I decided to take an honest look, I say, oh, the wheels are spinning because they're on ice. For me, that the, the analogy goes to the wheels are spinning because I don't believe in myself right now. So instead of saying, why? It's kind of like that, well, I'm not going to go there and I'm going to go do concrete instead. And then guess what? I felt unfulfilled doing that. Can you imagine that? And so that, and that's just for me. I have a friend who crushes it with his own concrete business. He loves it. I was working for him. So he feels fulfilled doing that. Cool. No judgment there. For me, it didn't work. So then I took an honest look, started getting back into slowly, intentionally, consistently, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, doing the, doing the emotional work, which led to doing the physical work, um, like I kind of talked about earlier, that led to me having the balls to just do all the things and hear all the no's and then have all the success. Mm. That, I'm so glad that you brought that up and not said I felt like quitting and, and actually say, no, I did quit. I did. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I say quit, I mean, like, I was still doing a couple speaking engagements here and there, but like, I, I wasn't being a coach like I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing um, podcasts like I wanted to. I was doing all this other stuff. And, and so I'd have a speaking engagement here or there. I'd, I don't know, try to run a coaching program here or there, but uh, my heart wasn't in, in it in the sense that I didn't really believe that I deserved to be there. Mm -hmm. I believed that I belonged in that space because everybody else can do it, but not me. Mm. And, uh, I know that there's people listening right now that have felt that or are feeling that. And tell you what, it's okay. Have compassion on yourself. Do not beat yourself up because that keeps you stuck. So start with compassion and then take a walk, take a breath and then take action. Mm. So good. Yeah. Yesterday you made a post about compassion. It was a really cool post that you made about the importance of that. Tell us a little bit about what you said there. I don't remember exactly what that post was. It was about... <laughs> Uh, vulnerability and judgment and compassion, how they, that, I remember now. Um, I do a lot of posts. I run. Uh, yeah, but when I read it, it seemed like it was a very heartfelt one. It, seemed, oh, it, was. <laughs> it was super heartfelt, uh, but man, everything I do is so heartfelt, like trying to figure out. Oh which, yeah. To, oh, totally. Totally. Everything you do absolutely amazing. And, and so ubiquitous with all my posts. Okay. So let's get into this. Ubiquitous. That's a good word. That's a yeah. good word. <laughs> What I said was that when you don't allow yourself to feel your emotions, when you place judgment on those, then the judgment stops you from being authentic. Hmm. 
because you're either focusing on judging yourself or focusing on whether or not others are going to judge you for what you're about to do. And so when you remove the judgment from it and have compassion for yourself and for others, it removes the blocks to taking action because you're not worried about what other people are going to think. The secret to not worrying about what other people are going to think is number one, recognizing that you have worth, value, and validation internally, regardless of what anybody else thinks. Second, having compassion for them and their perspective and for you in your process. Hmm. That's one thing I've been thinking a lot about lately because I think that the the thing that does hold us back is not the it's it's not the emotion and we were talking about this last week it's not the emotion but it's the emotion it's having emotions about emotions that's when we get into this downward spiral uh, and that's yep. where that compassion comes in just understand like you said it's okay you might feel that way now just move on it's okay let's move forward you don't have to beat yourself up for feeling a certain way the idea of i shouldn't be feeling this I should be feeling something else instead. That's the thing that keeps you in that emotion and stops you from taking action. Like, why why shouldn't you be feeling anxiety? Why? Hmm. Because you're better than other people? Mm -hmm. Or why Mm -hmm. should you wallow in your anxiety? Because you deserve it, because you need to... It's like this... it's, it's, (laughs) It's asceticism that is masked as... Uh, like oh, humility and awareness. And it's just frustrating to me because when you put that on yourself and put you put yourself in a space where you feel like you need to suffer to validate your emotions, yes, you're stagnant, you're stuck. Yes. Oh, it's so good. That's such a good thing to say. Thank you so much. Uh, now I want to get into your podcast, The Next Level Life, oh, yeah. <laughs> what you did in launching it. Well, I wanted to get some context there and all those kind of things, but let's get into the podcast and the idea of, uh, you know, you set an intention, you set a goal, you had a plan and boom, you got your podcast to number one on day one. So let's get into that. All right. You want, you want tips, tricks, strategies? Is that what we're talking about here? Well, you know, we're talking about exactly what Preston would say. Not what you think people want to hear. Let's talk about what actually matters when it comes to making that happen. Number one thing that matters is everything with me is always going to be mindset before strategy. So I had this conversation. It was a relatively short conversation, but it was very impactful. And I tell this story, this, I, I, I emceed this event. I was presenting as just as this, at this event, there was like a thousand people there. And when we were doing the intro, I guess before all the people arrived, like we were doing this, uh, rehearsal thing and they did my bio and they talked about how I launched a number one podcast and this guy came up to me he was younger than me and he said oh, whoa you launched a podcast uh, number one and you're from here because we're from a small town in Idaho I should say side note I only have like at the time I only had like 26 2700 Instagram followers yeah it's and not like you're huge yeah yeah 2700 friends on Facebook like it's not yeah, I didn't do this with a huge network. Yeah. And so <laughs> anyway, he was like saying, whoa, you did this and you're from here? Because he was from this small town as well. And I said, yeah. And he goes, he was like, well, I would love to launch a podcast. How, how did you do that? And I had this thought and I said, 
well, do you think right now, if I told you, do you think that you, not that it could be done, but do you think that you can launch a number one podcast? And he just goes, oh, me? Oh, no. No, no, no. no. I mean, I don't. And he started like make these excuses and, and not to be like a douche or anything, but I said, you know, the, the steps don't really matter. Just kind of let it, let that sit. And he just goes, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And then <laughs> something happened. And then he was like totally aware. Like he, he had the, the sense to be aware of the reality of that. Because if I tell him all the steps and he doesn't believe that he can do it, he won't follow them. It's like a, somebody asking how a magic trick is done. Like, why are you asking? Do you just want to, just want to know how it's done? Or do you want to like study it? and actually learn how to perform it and learn how to share that moment of amazement with others. Like, why are you asking hmm. that kind of energy? So I, when I had that moment with him, I recognized that the, the validity and the, the actual, um, in the, the power of this mindset before strategy concept. And so, so that's what I did. Number one thing, is I decided it was possible. That's it. Yes, yes. So that's why I say mindset for everything. So for me, I, I was like, okay, I want to launch a number one podcast. Can I do it? Yes, I can. Now, how do we, how do, we do that? Like, because before, you, if you say, how do I do that? Then you're going to place whether or not you can, which mm-hmm. is that, that emotion, right? Whether or not you can, you're going to place that as like contingent Totally. On the how, but you got to flip it. Mm-hmm. The how is contingent upon the initial belief. Well, I think with success in anything, it really comes down to that because if you don't believe that it's going to happen or that it can happen, then the moment it gets hard, you're going to stop. Like, why, why would you keep going if you don't believe it? And if you, if you don't fully believe it, you're not going to put everything into it. You're not going to do all those things. It just it, it has to be, you have to believe first. And I love that you said that. I love that. That's the, that's why I'm glad that you brought that up because I was one, I was hoping that you would um, because that, that might not be the thing that people want to hear right now. Like, cause they want to know like, Oh, is there some hack? Is there some trick? <laughs> you know, like, like, Oh, okay, cool. You just do this thing and then boom, there you go. Like, but it might not be the thing that people want, but, but you've done it. And now on the other side, you're able to say what they need to hear. And that's why I wanted you to talk about that. Yeah. Well, it, 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 you're right. It's about success in every area of your life. Take you and your health and your fitness. Mm-hmm. Like before your weight loss journey, did you think it was possible? Like when you were in that space? No, I was like, stuck. You're stuck because you're like, no, I'm, I don't know if I can lose the weight. Like other yeah. people can do it. I don't know if I can. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you decided that your why was strong enough and that you not only could, but you had to, and you all these different things, you freaking did it. Exactly. Because yeah. now that the foundation of I can do this is, is the foundation, literally, because then when the excuse or the difficulty or the, the hard times or the frustration, all those things happen, then you just go back down to rely on your foundation of this is possible for me. And I do yeah. want that. Yeah, absolutely. So once so, they get to that point to where they truly believe that this is going to happen, that it can happen, that they believe that they can do it, um, 
what 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 are the steps after they have the mindset you have mindset first then strategy but what is the strategy okay so now the strategy is and there's a lot that goes into it and i of course I coach people on this. I have a client right now that I am assisting her with launching a number one podcast. She has a leg up because she has 50,000 Instagram followers. This that helps. That helps. It's almost a lock for her because uh-huh. of the strategy that I have. But she has this mindset first, which is what I've been working with her for several months on. But um, so I, I'm just saying I coach people on this. So you got to get out of your own way about the, the technical things of it. People don't start podcasts because they're, they think, oh man, the podcast space is already so like saturated and I don't know much about technical things. And the, Okay, boom, right there, you've come up against a frustration or a block. And if you don't have the belief that you can do it, then it's going to stop you. You're like, okay, instead of me buying into the limitation, instead of buying my own narrative that I cannot do this because I don't know anything about technology, watch a YouTube video. Holy cow. I literally built my kitchen from YouTube. Yes. I had never done that before. I built cabinets from scratch. I'm talking sheets of plywood. And then I created my entire kitchen cabinets from YouTube, man. Uh Like you can just do these things. And so, I so you buy a USB mic and you download Zoom and you start messaging a bunch of people. I anyway, it's totally possible. Get GarageBand, get Audacity, watch a couple of YouTube videos. It is difficult to learn these things. I had a leg up because I have a background in audio engineering. Leverage your strengths. What are your strengths? Uh, and then friggin' practice. I I ran this other podcast that I was a host of and I went back recently and listened to the first couple of episodes of that one. And it was not that great. Hmm. Straight up. It was rough. You can't compare your first podcast to Lewis Howe's 500th podcast. That's not a thing. Yeah. You can't compare your first podcast to my number one podcast because I did, uh, 60 episodes of this other podcast beforehand. So, okay, so there's what's the lesson there? Yeah. Do your homework, do your research, practice. Uh, another thing that I did is I recorded two or three episodes of a podcast and never released them. I hmm. only did it to practice. I sent, I sent you one of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sent them to like five or six people that I trusted would give me honest feedback about it. And I had a series of questions like, you know, what, what did you hear that you liked? What did you hear that you didn't like? What, how did the flow go? How did, it's like, did it relate to you? These different things to things. And I sent them, I also, dude, I also created a survey monkey uh, survey that had five questions about like, what would you want in a coach for a creative entrepreneur? It was like, what's your number one goal? What kind of things do you think about that you wish you could know or all these different questions? Pardon me. And then I sent them out to 50 of my people in my Facebook network Yeah. to ask them to answer these five questions. And I got such good feedback about the direction that I was going. I also bought a podcast course 
or about how about how to do these things from John Lee Dumas. Like I did my research. I didn't just jump into it. I got yeah. all the information. Then I recorded a bunch of podcasts, like I said, two or three, sent them out to people, then got the feedback on them. And then I delete, deleted them basically. I didn't think they're still on my hard drive, whatever, but I, I didn't release them. Yeah. And then I recorded new ones because this is how, this is, we talk about this ready, fire, aim. You get ready, do all the research, and then you just fire. I just recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I aimed afterwards, which meant that you tweak it. You fire the arrow, and then you tweak the, the sight on the, on the bow or how the wind is affecting it or whatever, whatever, uh, with all the feedback that I got from the first podcast. And so I had practice on it. And so do that until you feel comfortable and confident in front of a microphone. Um, I have real, real quick. Let me yeah, uh, say yeah, something here. Yeah, I'll, I'll no, 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 good, 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 good. <laughs> so, so one thing that I, um, like you, you talking about that and practicing, you know, a lot of people they're they're so afraid of doing this, of being on yeah. video, you know, and I get it. I was too, like 300 videos ago. I was really nervous about being on video. Now I feel no different than if I was on stage or if I was having a conversation, but what I tell people a lot of times is when they say they're nervous about doing a video, I said, well, why are you nervous? Well, I don't want, you know, what people are going to think about me, all those things. And I said, okay, you're not going to get better unless you practice. Okay. But I'm still afraid to do it. Great. Start recording a video twice a week on your own and just don't release it. Just do it. Yeah. And, uh, I've seen a lot of people when they start doing that, they start to get comfortable because this is not normal. It's not normal to look into this little hole right here and pretend that that's somebody that you're talking to. It's just, it just isn't, it isn't a normal thing, but maybe you just, just start doing it. Maybe just, maybe your first step in recording a podcast to everyone watching, listening, maybe your first step is, okay, you haven't done it before. We'll just start recording some conversations with people. Maybe they're not, you're not even going to use them. Just, just try it. Just start, just practice. And then be willing to listen to it back and cringe. Yes. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like you can choose the, the discomfort of stagnation or you can choose the discomfort of growth. You just mm. get to choose. Either way, you're not comfortable. But in one of those, you're developing <laughs> like emotional fortitude and mm. you're making progress on accomplishing your goals and you're getting better at things and life and stuff and Dude, it's your choice. You just, you just get to choose and nobody can make that choice for you. So don't feel sorry for yourself. Do something. I love that. You get to choose your, what was it? You get to choose your, your discomfort. You get to choose yeah. your discomfort, stagnation or growth. Either way, it's going to be uncomfortable. But yeah. one of them, you stay stagnant and one of them, you grow. And, and that's okay. It's totally okay. Either one that you choose, no judgment. It doesn't affect me. I love you either way. Have compassion for yourself. And I have chosen stagnation at times. Mm. And that's okay. Just recognize that it's a choice. You're not a victim to it. Something else is not affecting you. Or, or rather, something else is not making you or preventing you. Like You are the one. Yes. You're the only one. That's it. So now that they're starting, let's say they they have their episodes ready, they're ready to go. Um, 
they're they're happy with with the way it's sounding, what it looks like. What what do they do? In fact, let's just talk about exactly what you did leading up to that launch. What did that look like the, the thirty days before? I got people to. Um, so this is where I, <laughs> I hesitate is uh, because we've had this conversation about like. You don't want to give away all your secrets, but then it's like, if you can give away all your secrets in an hour, then you don't have that much to say. So this is <laughs> figure out when to launch. And this is the baseball principle, right? You hit them where they ain't. Yep. If, if they, if there's a big hole between left and center, field, they've done a shift, hit it the opposite way hit it over there. Yeah. Unless you're Ted Williams and you just blast it through the, into the shift and whatever. So yeah. I like that I can use that with you. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. So you release your podcast on a day that other people aren't releasing their podcast because you got to do it when you're not going to be competing with Oprah and Gary Vee and all the people that are doing that. So you figure out when to release it. Then you uh, recognize that the algorithm kind of uh, resets every it resets every hour with uh a, like a, a tail and the like the, the tail of algorithm input is the last the last 24 hours okay hmm. and so it's a rolling algorithm tail that includes subscriptions downloads and ratings and reviews and so if you can flood the algorithm within a 24 hour period, then you can mimic the consistent growth of somebody like Joe Rogan or Lewis Howes or Oprah or whatever. You can just mimic that. They get that every single day. And if you can take every single person that you know in the whole world and get them to do it on one day, then you are rivaling the numbers that the other ones are putting up. When you said, do it in one day what was the it that they are doing subscribing rating and reviewing and downloading out of all those things is there any that's are more important than others subscriptions first then rating then uh downloads then ratings and reviews and so okay. if you release uh four episodes then one subscription equals four downloads right uh-huh uh-huh yeah that makes sense so you yeah. said subscriptions first yeah. Then downloads, then ratings. Mm -hmm. Is that so? Ratings is below reviews. downloads. Reviews. Well, that's what I mean. It's not like they're all the same. That's what you're saying. Subscriptions first, and then the other two, or it's like one A, one B, one C, like right there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like if you say I'm gonna go for subscriptions, but not ratings and reviews, like do do all of them. Get yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Get one person to subscribe, download, rate, and review. Like that's it. Yeah. Just do those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And so uh, another thing I did is I found somebody who was willing to be on the podcast and had not been on a lot of podcasts and had a, a really important message he wanted to share. And so he wasn't like he hadn't saturated himself in the podcast mm -hmm. market. It wasn't was just, oh, here's another podcast you're on. This is a big deal that he was doing this. Yeah. And so find somebody. And this is where you get to be willing to hear no. Message message 30 people mm -hmm. on Instagram. Be intentional about it. This guy, his name is Colin Karchner. He had 30,000 Instagram followers. 
And I started following him. I started messaging him. And so he was kind of familiar with me a little bit. I was commenting and messaging stuff. And then I Gary V'd him, dude. I jab, 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 right hook, man. Like I, I did the big ask about being on my show. And then he was able to be on my show. I recorded the podcast. And for him, I actually edited it and then sent it to him for review. I don't do that anymore. But I wanted to make sure that he was comfortable with it. And then when he reviewed it, then he was willing to push it on his Instagram. So I got a lot. It's actually still my biggest downloaded, most downloaded episode, even though I released it seven, eight months ago, just because wow. he had such a big following. And anyway, so that's how I got a lot of more downloads. Then I got a lot of subscriptions because I started talking about my podcast. I started posting about it. I asked people for, <laughs> their opinions. People love to give their opinions. And when people give their opinions, it, when people comment, then it boosts it in Facebook and Instagram. And now more people are seeing because more people are commenting on it. I did one post where I said, Hey, which podcast cover do you like? So I created a couple different podcast covers and it had like 280 comments which was insane. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. What this did is it just boosted awareness. Every single person that knew of me knew that I was launching the show. Mm -hmm. And then I, I created it as, hey, let's get this to number one, like us. We're going to yeah, do community. This. Yeah. And so everybody was like on board. And I said, who wants to do this? Who's willing to raise their hand and support me in this? And through Facebook and Instagram, I had over 300 people raise their hand. And I, I posted a picture. You can see it. My, my Instagram is pressing.pugmire. And on January, in the second week in January, I posted a picture of me holding an Excel spreadsheet that I printed out. I copied and pasted every single person's name into this Excel spreadsheet, printed it out so that I could have a physical copy that I was taking notes on. Hmm. And, I just, and then I went through and I, on launch day, I personally sent 300 messages, texts, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, all these different things. And it was a 16 hour day because I was doing a lot of other stuff too. But I just knew that I could do it. And so when I, when it came time to launch, it was just like, this is already happening. I've already hit number one. Now let's go physically experience it. And so it was, it was really cool. And everybody was on board. And I did a lot of the work leading up to it. And so it's about creating awareness, creating a sense of community, believing that you can do it, um, understanding the, the strategy of it. I mean, I, when I got a logo made on Fiverr. I bought... I bought, uh, what's it called? Intro music and outro music for on premium beat for like 50 bucks. You know, it's like I did the things that were necessary. Because if somebody goes, oh, I don't know how to get bumper music. I don't even know what bumper music is. Then you're stopped and you have stopped yourself. And now, now you're stopped. Cool, congratulations. You get to be the victim because you didn't know how to do that. And so you just freaking Google things. Whenever somebody asks me a question, not, not one of my clients, but somebody else. I'm just like, well, did you Google it? Like, 
<laughs> don't don't let that be something that stops you. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much like honestly, all, there's more information right here than pretty much any library that we ever had access to. No, not pretty much. Absolutely every library we ever had access to in our lives including today outside of the computers that are inside of that uh, <laughs> that si inside of that library. I mean, we have all the information in the world and I love what you're saying. And it says it's so simple. What you've said, there may be someone listening. There may be someone watching right now who's saying, yeah, okay, but, but then what? Like, well, 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 that's it. Like where, where's the secret? Where's the, where, where is the secret sauce? And what you're saying, and honestly, what everybody successful is saying is there is no secret. It's pretty simple. You're talking about uh, having the mindset at the beginning. You're talking about creating great content. And then you're talking about having a, a, um, an organized push to get everyone that you know to get involved, like, share, download, subscribe, listen, all those kind of things. And... And that's really it. It's really that simple. And, and you said something to me over the course of this launch that was really impactful. And it's going to sound very obvious, but I was talking about, should I do this or should I do this? And I don't remember the, the question, but your answer was, well, all you need to focus on is making good podcasts. Like that's it. Yes. And I was like, oh, because if I have you know, mediocre or bad podcast, like it's not sustainable. And uh -huh. so focus on that. And I have built a six figure coaching business out of a, a podcast. Yes. Good. And like, I that's, don't sell, that's, I don't sell that's ads. That's been the backbone. Yeah. 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 Why? So why don't you, you just figure what's, what's the point? Why would I do that when it's building something? It's, it's the backbone of your business. I go, just talk about that. Cause some people might go, wait, why wouldn't you do both? Yeah. It, well, it's not like I'm opposed to it. I just perfect, perfect transparency. I don't have enough listeners on my podcast right now to make it worth it. Huh? Like if I'm going to make an extra like hundred or $200, like, Okay. I don't want to dilute this. I want to use that time that on the podcast to really drive home that you can sign up for my coach or my, my mentoring program, my group coaching program, or you can work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you know, where I'm making thousands and thousands of dollars per person or something like that. Like, or you can, you can come to my live event or something like that. Like I'm using it. I'm, I'm advertising myself. And so, yes, um, yes, yes, on, yes. Later on, when I have you know, 25,000 listeners per episode, yeah, I'll sell some ads. I would love to because I want to share products that I uh, you know, resonate with, with my listeners. But right now, um, that's, that's not the thing. And so it's things like, how are you going to monetize the podcast? Are you going to, there's so many different ways to do it. People think of advertising as the only way to do it or the, the obvious one. And yeah, it is the obvious one, but it's also the one you make the least money on. Yes. Uh, selling coaching programs, selling one-on-one -on -one stuff, selling uh, access to live events, 
uh, offering people subscription services. Like there's just so much. Because once people, dude, right now, there are a few things that can rival getting somebody to know, like, and trust you than spending an hour just listening to you talk. Like, yep. Because they can do it while they're driving, while they're running. And it's just different than watching a YouTube video or something like that. It's very, very powerful watching videos. But I feel like people that I listen to on podcasts, I feel like they're my best friends and I've never met them. You know them. And one thing I want to unpack before, I know you got to go real real quick. I have a a few other quick questions for you. But what I want to unpack there is that I want everyone to get the point that having advertisers is not the only way to make money through this. Preston just said that he has a six figure business that's on the back of this podcast without doing ads. So just expand your mind and think about how many different ways there are to go about doing this. And this is a very powerful thing. And also you said it's not worth it because it's not enough money for me to do that. And I think people are so hungry to go, Oh yeah, yeah, I want to get the, I want to get the advertisers. I want to get that. But there's so many more effective ways of bringing in money through your message than having a product or having a company to, to promote your or to advertise on your podcast. Yeah, it is. Uh, John, I learned that from John Lee Dumas. And there's a pod, okay, there is a podcast called Free Podcast Course uh-huh. by John. It's 20 episodes. And the whole thing is a big ad for his paid podcasting course but it's so valuable and he talked about this he's like the five ways to make money on your, on your podcast and i was like five like when i saw the tip of the episode title <laughs> is he gonna say advertisers five times what and he went through all these things i was like oh my gosh i hadn't even considered that and i have made mistakes along the way and i have not really i mean dude i've he's got to be willing to fail man Ready fire aim on that stuff. Anyway, what what else did you have to say before we go? Uh, well, last thing before the last thing before the last thing is uh, how can people get connected with you and how can they listen to your podcast? It is called Next Level Life with Preston Pugmire, and it's awesome. And anybody listening to this show, you will resonate with the things that I'm talking about straight up. It's personal development. Uh, we talk about for for an entrepreneur. Doesn't matter. Uh, whatever whatever you're doing if you want to create a new path in your life besides the obvious path of life whatever that looks like for you these principles are going to assist you in making that happen and so go to anywhere you consume podcasts next level of life and then my name is preston pugmire p-u-g-m-i-r-e and so you go to prestonpugmire.com you can search me on facebook i run a group I run a Facebook group called Next Level Life Community and it's a free Facebook group. You can come on in there and then if you want more, then you can message me and we can talk about joining a, a, the group coaching program or see if you qualify. You can, you can apply to, to be one of my one-on-one clients and we can really get into stuff there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Last question is, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself when you first were starting out, uh, what advice would you give yourself? I would say start earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say pull the trigger earlier. 
recognize that you're going to have doubts and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path. It means you're on the right path. And the doubts are never going to go away. They just get quieter the more action you take. Wow. That is such a good line. I, uh, I was kind of stunned. I kind of paused for a second because I was like, whoa, that, that got me. That was really cool. They, they're still there, but they just get quieter. Well, thank you so much, Preston. Um, we're definitely going to see you again on the show. And uh, just want to say that I truly appreciate you and um, just love everything you're doing. And I couldn't be happier for your success. So thank you for coming on and sharing these words of wisdom. You got it, brother. Love you, man. All right. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and most importantly, share it with somebody who needs this information. If you're not already a part of our Facebook community, come and join us in the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches network at facebook.com slash groups slash speaker, author, coach, or simply search the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches network. Thanks again for listening. Remember, what you do matters. You can turn your dreams into your reality. Together, we are changing the world one message at a time.